Hey y'all, this is Dirt Road Anthem 8. We'll see how it goes. I'm out on the dirt road and it was completely dead, completely quiet. And then three cars went by in succession. So I don't know what's up with that, but <laughs> and it's a little windy, so I'm trying to keep the mic out. But you guys, if you listened before, you know why you're going to hear this awful kind of country noise. And part of me was like, do I want to subject people to this? And I kind of felt bad because I'm one of those people that hates the sound of people eating and it kind of sounds like that, right? But on the other hand, I was like, no, 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 this was such a huge part of my journey because it was so calming to me, no matter what issue I was going through, when I would get out here on this dirt road and hear the crunch of that gravel with every step that I was taking, it became calming. Like the same way people can get used to the sound of trains outside their bedroom window, I got used to the sound of the crunch of gravel as I processed all of these challenging things I was going through. So I am welcoming you into my world. And I know it's not waterfalls and rain and gorgeous piano music, but when is life ever? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I decided I would rather go with something very real and very close to my heart. So that's what I'm doing. Okay. This is my reminder. And you're like, gosh, what is that sound? Now you know, right? Okay. So, so I call it dirt road anthem, right? Okay. So Today, I want to talk about the importance of believing in yourself. Okay, so in all the ways I thought things could have gone wrong when I left my ex, so many other things went wrong that I thought could. Okay, does that make sense? Like, I had a list of, oh, this could happen or this could happen. You try to, like, prepare yourself emotionally. But nothing could have prepared me for the ache that I would feel in losing so many people that I cared about, having so many people turn against me and say that the abuse was okay, all of the things. Okay, I was totally unprepared, but it wasn't just that. Then my circumstances got extremely challenging. Okay, during our uh, one month separation, okay, in home separation, that was awful, and I hated it, and I felt scared the whole time. And I'm still like, ah, how did the marriage counselor not see? Okay, it's okay. I'm working through my emotions, right? Um, but I'm still frustrated that that marriage counselor could not see how destructive that month of separation could be. Okay inside the same house as my abuser telling him he would have to leave because in abuse they don't care if you say no your no doesn't matter to them the only thing that matters is what they want how they want it the way that they want it and so during that time I was by myself because he would come to the house and I would leave the house okay so he would be there with the kids I would find some other place to go and so one day I decided to go walk the reservoir and it was gorgeous but I don't know if I could fully appreciate the beauty because I felt so torn up on the inside, right? I'm going through one of the hardest things in my life. The advice that I'm getting is way subpar, okay? Wind might be a little loud right there, guys. It's really windy today. And uh, I, I was out there, and I tried to, like, get the sense of peace, and I got back to my car, and my window was broken out. And I brought all the things with me so that I wouldn't have to go back to the house until it was time to switch places, right? So my laptop was stolen. All my books that I had for devotionals, stolen. Um, my purse, wallet with my social security card and my kid's social security card and the medical card, stolen. Okay? <laughs> it was bad. I was so angry. And, you know, like... Me and my husband are supposed to be trying to work it out, right? And I'm hoping he gets help and blah, blah, blah. So I call him to let him know what's happening. And he's pretty much like, well, you're screwed. You have the car seat. Okay, he didn't say it like that. But essentially, I had to wait an hour and a half for a police officer to show up. To tell me that they probably wouldn't catch the people. 
I had to call banks and cancel my cards. I called him to ask him to cancel the one that I couldn't get to. And then, you know, because the sooner you cancel it, the less likely it is that these people can use your card. And he was like, I'm too busy. I don't have time for that right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And do you know they got my checkbook, too, which we didn't find out till like, a month later when someone's writing bad checks to Walmart? Yeah, that happened, okay? And so here I am <laughs> trying to leave him and losing this stuff, right? which ended up working out later, but I'm not going to tell you how. I'm going to save that for another time because right now what I want to focus on is believing in yourself when it feels like everything and everyone goes wrong, okay? Because that's what happens. Like, we tell ourselves, like, oh, yeah, I can make it if I have to leave or I can make it if he treats me like this, but we don't factor in all of the other things that could go wrong. And sometimes the person we doubt the most when other things go wrong is us. Like, which I get, right? Like you do science experiments and you have your controlled environment and then you change something. And, and it's easy to believe that when you have continued hard times that you must be the source of the hard times. Yet I'm saying like it's, it's easy to believe that. And then it's 800 times easier to believe that when your abuser tells you that, okay? So I know what it's like to be so frustrated and feel like so much has gone wrong. Like I got here to my grandparents and I have three kids. I don't even believe at this point that I can make it as a single mom. I am so afraid I'm going to fail. And so I had to start confronting why I felt that way. Okay, there's a ton I could dig into, right? Just a ton in the bathtub at night, all my greatest fears and insecurities brought to the surface with three little ones relying on me. And um, one of the most memorable parts though was that I continually tried to doubt myself first. Like, so before I was looking for another reason stuff could be happening, if all my friends were like, oh, you shouldn't leave him. You should respect him where I'd be like, okay, Michaela, maybe are you missing it here? Now, thankfully, I did not go back. I did not call him up and be like, I'm sorry, I should be more respectful. Okay, but I was tempted to look at myself and be like, maybe you aren't doing a good enough job. Okay, and I would do that in 50 different ways. And finances, I tried to find a house. I'd finally been approved for HUD and I couldn't find one. And then COVID hit. And my plan was find a house to get the kids to school have two of the olders in school while my younger daughter would go to take care, get a part-time job while I go to college, but COVID, right? COVID. And I couldn't find a house. Okay. I couldn't find a house. And I looked in like three or four different counties, driving around, calling, checking newspapers, nothing. Okay. I, I couldn't find a job because I couldn't find childcare and there was no school. Okay. So it felt like I was failing everywhere. My marriage had failed. My friendships that I had spent years building in Oklahoma had pretty much failed except for one. My my church relationships had failed. <laughs> my ability to provide looked like it had failed. Like It felt like I had failed. And I was so tempted to doubt myself. But one of these saving graces that I really, really, really feel like God put in my heart from the beginning was that I'm worthy of love and respect. So I decided to give myself the benefit of a doubt. I had my counselor, new counselor, just for me here, right? Healthy. Um, she was telling me, like, give yourself grace. And so I decided that no matter how bad it was going to get, because I easily found out that you could think, oh, this is as bad as it can get. I might, you know, I'm already at rock bottom, and then it could get worse, okay? Felt like Job some days, you know what I'm saying? So here I am having such a hard time, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to believe in you, Kayla, no matter what happens me talking to myself, I'm going to believe in you. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to trust your judgment and your intuition when you say that something is wrong. And I'm going to choose to believe that in every situation, you are going to give it your best because you really do want 
a good life for you and a good life for your kids. And that meant everything. Just that simple thing right there, believing in myself, believing that I could be an amazing, successful woman, believing that I could take good care of my children, even though I would be a single mom starting from scratch. Believe that I could overcome, believe that I could somehow financially find my feet. Like I just continued to believe in the face of relentless circumstances. So even if it looks bad for you, even if what you're going through is way too hard, like you, you can't even talk about it without crying. You get what I'm saying? And every time you think about it, it scares you so, so bad. You try to shut the mental door on that issue because you're like, I don't even know how to deal with it, right? I encourage you to believe in yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and say, no matter how bad it gets, no matter what people say, no matter how badly circumstances make it seem like the opposite is true, I am choosing to believe in you. I'm choosing to invest in you. I'm choosing to trust you. And some days it'll be hard. Some days your mind will run and run and run before you remind yourself, like, wait, hey, I believe in myself. I'm not going to put myself down for what someone else said to me. I'm not going to put myself down for a circumstance or situation that was outside of my control. I am going to believe in myself. I'm going to encourage myself. And I'm going to love myself well. And if you can believe in yourself, even if everything goes wrong and then some, okay, even if you are in a Job kind of season of life, you can overcome slowly. And it didn't look like it, guys. Like I was with my grandparents for still am, still am with my grandparents. But the way that I'm seeing my life and my circumstances is changing. The way that I'm seeing what I'm going through is altering in a phenomenal way. And you can do the same. You can experience the same type of freedom that comes with believing in yourself, not because you're perfect, not because you have it all together, but because you make this choice every time a circumstance or situation says that you're the cause of all your problems, you're the reason everything is right. And guys, sometimes we take responsibility and we acknowledge, hey, this is an issue. Okay, but that does not mean you're the reason for all your problems. It does not mean that everything is your fault. And just by giving yourself that free gift of like believing in yourself and being like, you know what, I'm choosing to believe the best of you. I'm choosing to believe that you're giving this your all. You give yourself so much. It is literally one of the best presents you could ever give to yourself. So this is me asking you to believe in yourself. And then when I hit you guys up next time, I'll have something else to share. Talk to you soon.